It was a huge week in professional wrestling, or weekend, I should say, Bobby. And in the midst of that, there was a moment in time, a moment in which it appeared that that uh, huge weekend would include our favourite federation, mm. world famous world wrestling federation. And, uh, well, plans changed, as the kids say. Bobby, back for Fed the Redemption. It's been a couple of weeks, pal. How are you today? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm good. It's weird doing it this early, isn't it? It is, but, you know, we have the big uh, revolution recap later at our normal, well, what, an hour after our normal uh, Fed Dead mm-hmm. time? So, you know, yeah. got to get everything in. There's a lot going on, man. There's always a lot going on. And I'll be honest with you, Bob, I don't know if that's the case over in WWE. Um, would you, would you, give me a, before we even get into here, because we're going to do about an hour here, folks, but I'm intrigued. Bob, give me like a sum up of what happened last week on TV in terms of, was it like a good week, a bad week? They tread water, what would you say? I mean, I thought Raw was okay. Like, I know I was watching it live when we were uh, doing yeah. the Grand Thon, but like well, going back and actually watching it, you know, with sound and all that did help. Um, mm-hmm. You know, SmackDown was fine. NXT was fine. They're kind of like steady building towards WrestleMania, but also just kind of announcing matches on Twitter. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of weird. Like, it doesn't really feel like the road to WrestleMania. I've seen a lot of debate about that, and I'm. I, you know, I tried to really kind of figure out the fact, and I'm aware now more than ever that it is a fair debate, and some people are more into it than others. It definitely feels like, on a whole, the interest is down slightly. Would you agree in terms of WrestleMania? Yeah. Um, do you think that's the case of the matches that have been made or the way they've been made, as you kind of alluded to there? I don't know, like, because... You know, in a vacuum, like Brock and Roman, Charlotte and Ronda, Becky and Bianca, they're all like objectively mm-hmm. big matches. But like, you know, it seems like people that I see don't really care about them. And that's not saying the audience doesn't care about right. them. I think the audience is very high in all three of those. Um, yeah. But, you know, it can be different when you're in the bubble. You certainly can. We learn that very often. So what would you say was the highlight from Raw? I see here on Cage Match, which Tony Khan apparently uses more than me. <laughs> Um, people like the tag match with Owens and Seth um, and Alpha Academy. Yeah, this feels like they've got a real team with. I mean, I know that sounds silly. They're the tag champs, but like, I don't think they expect them to be this good of a team in ring. They're damn good, from what I've seen. Oh yeah, they're very good. Um, like I've always liked Otis. You know, he was one of the guys that went to that you know big man class that they sent Keith Lee and Omos to, and mm-hmm. I think he really benefited from it. Like, yes. he's been very good the past year. Did you see his quote about this? Is not me doing a bit. I promise. But did you see his quote about Samoa Joe? No. He said, like, Joe really worked with him. And I don't know when this was, but this was years ago in NXT or, like, recently. But he said Joe really worked with him on how to actually be, like, a big man that, mo- that can move but doesn't completely just throw it away, basically. Yeah. And he said he, he's trying to channel that as a heel, which I thought was interesting. First smart Joe reference there, folks, under four minutes into the mm-hmm. program. If you would like to make your own, you can send us a tip, streamlabs.com slash late night green. I saw the pal Riley sent one last night, which I'll read on the Revolution Review. You can do the same if you have a hot take about the World Wrestling Federation. Feel free. Now, I mentioned Seth and Kevin. What's the WrestleMania plan for these guys, Bobby? Where, where do we think we're going here? Well, I mean, it kind of felt like they're waiting for Stone Cold and Cody, but like, <laughs> what sentence you know. that is, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, now the Stone Cold one, you know, might not be a match. It might just be an in-ring thing. It kind of feels like, I know they're doing the big tag match tonight, but it kind of feels like the tag match is like the move for them. But it's weird that they're doing it tonight because you could just run, uh, 
you know, RK Bro against Seth and KO against uh, Otis and Gable and even the Street Profits and Mania. And I think that'd be a very good match. Put a ladder match or something, that'd be mm. very exciting. But, and maybe they still will, but like, you know, it, it definitely seems like they're still waiting to hear back from those guys. You brought it up. I was going to save this, but we may as well just talk about it, right? You referenced it. Um, Cody, the ongoing saga that I can't believe we still care about. I don't, <laughs> certainly. Um, What's happening, Bob? You're a scoop stuff. What the hell is going on? I don't know, man. It's been three weeks now. Um, you know, it's. I kind of thought he'd show up at one or the other by this yeah. point. But, uh, you know, now I'm kind of feeling like he's going to be involved in this Ring of Honor thing. But that doesn't seem to have like a definitive starting date. And mm. from what it sounded like, Tony hasn't really put all the pieces together uh, on that yet even. So, you know... It kind of feels like by like the night after WrestleMania, if Cody's not there, he's not going to come in. Which is fascinating because it felt like a sure thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll be something to see. Um, Finn Balor won the US title. Yep. Big fan of Finn. You know, how was the match, firstly, Bob? And then secondly, what do we think Finn's going here for WrestleMania? Yeah, it was good. I mean, they might just do Finn and Priest again at WrestleMania, to be honest with you. You know, Finn be the demon and, uh, you know, go for that. I don't really care for the demon stuff anymore, but, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's still a big thing for a big stadium like that. Um, And that would be fine. I mean, maybe add a couple other guys, but, like, I think Finn and Priest actually work pretty well together. Yeah, I mean, I think you need to you need to feature Priest in some form or fashion, right? It it feels Mm -hmm. like. So so I I don't disagree at all. I'm, I'm looking here at the uh, the other WWF events. Have you watched Level Up yet, by any chance? I have not. Does anyone you know watch Level Up? Um, I see a couple people tweeting about okay. it. It's on during Rampage, and like I don't go back and watch it because I forget about it. Like, Did you do a four-hour podcast? That too. Yeah. Um, or, or free recently because we have a fight an hour too. Carry on. <laughs> like, I'm sure... It would be fine. I know, like, there was a big thing this week about injuries and stuff, and, like, it's Mm -hmm. developmental. It probably shouldn't be on TV, but I also think that's, like, the best place for a show like that is on Peacock. Like, you know, the injuries are not good, but it helps people get reps and uh, gets, you know, ready for TV. And I think think it's a net positive. I just think, you know, obviously you don't want injuries to happen. I just – I think in the way the landscape is now, I just don't think there's any way you're doing a developmental show and not having it air somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. like this, this content is king, man. Like you're going to find a place for that. I agree with you. Peacock's a good place for it. It's just a matter of who you're putting out there and why. So yeah. Raw closed with the big edge segment, right? And um, he turned heel, I guess. He did the hair thing, right? Yeah. Surprise the edge is turning. He's beloved, right? Was that a surprise to you? It was. Like, you know, these part-time guys come in and like, except for Batista, I can't really think of too many that have worked heel in the past five or so years so i mean it's it's always surprising when it happens i mean i'm excited for the match you know i um i still like edge i think more than a lot of people you know in our circle um i think he's actually been pretty good since he came back i agree um i actually agree yeah i wish and this is i'm not going to base it just off one segment but i liked him as a heel you know in the mid-2000s i hope he kind of can draw back to that instead of just doing the hair and the faces and looking at his hands and stuff like everyone else does he went I mean, you said mid two thousands. Would you agree that in the by like two thousand nine, he had kind of become a parody of himself a little bit with those facials and those. Yeah. You know, like I think he needs to find a balance. Do you think this is headed to an edge title run of some kind as a heel? It wouldn't surprise me, like because yeah. you know, like the prevailing thought is you know Roman wins at Mania, 
Raw's going to need a title. They're not just going to have one title. Like, I know we all think they are, but, like, at some point, Raw's going to have another title. And, like, there's a handful of guys there that could do it. You know, it could be Edge, it could be Rollins, it could be uh, Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think Edge, it feels, it would be surprising if he doesn't win the title in at any point in this comeback run, which we don't know how long he's got left, you know. Right. I would go as far as say I wouldn't be surprised if he gets back the belt he never lost, the actual big gold. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen that, you know, speculated, and right. I would be fine with that. You know, I, I don't know that they're going to call back to something from 10 years ago when they don't call back to things from, you know, a few weeks ago, but well, I'd I like to see fair. it. <laughs> I'd like to see it. I think, uh, you know, the big gold belt coming back would be awesome. Yeah. Um, and that makes a lot of sense, but, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, Caleb has a good question. One for you, Bob. He says, is he a heel or does he just want to bring the pit bull out of AJ Styles? What do you think, Bob? That's a good question. I know he's going to, you know, explain himself tonight. So hopefully we get some more answers. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I'm excited for it. I like both of them a lot. Pretty decent reviews for Raw this week. Thumbs up from you, Bobby. Yeah. Okay. NXT, I watched the opening match of this one based on recommendation from our great friend, the world famous Oracle of Wrestling. Um, Ron Breaker and Tommaso Champ versus the Dirty Dogs was a damn good tag match. And, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, Bob, this is your show. I don't want to repeat myself. A couple things, though, that we need to hit here. The Dirty Dogs are just a really good fucking wrestling team. They're really, oh, yeah. really good. And that should be the consensus, and I don't know why it isn't. Ron Breaker yeah. is like... Sorry, Bob, go ahead. Talk on that. No, just with the Dirty Dogs in particular, like, they went down there and they were, like top heels in the promotion it was crazy like the crowd was uh really against them it was actually pretty cool to see and we've talked about how you know having guys that don't have anything on the main roster going down there and doing this type of stuff works and here it is again it's amazing sometimes people can be slotted in a way you don't quite grasp just how good they are you know you just the dirty dogs are a great example they are just damn good Mm -hmm. ron breaker bob i mean you and i have been consistent on this and i'm going to just be that drum one more time this dude's like one of the great prospects I've seen in years and years. He's incredible. He's selling, he's instincts, all of the above. He is just great. He was great in this match. I love the opener. Bob, any other thoughts on the opening tag match on NXT? Oh, you know, I liked it a lot. Uh, people were upset that Trampa came out in the singlet. I thought it was cool that he showed personality for the first time in six years. Um, you know. But, yeah, as far as the opener goes, no. Just I, I think you should go seek it out if you have not seen it. The woman's dusty got underway. Um, any thoughts, Bob, on that front? It doesn't like even match was a was a kind of home run by any means, but any thoughts on the general idea of it? No, not really. I mean, it feels like you know EO should factor into the final. Probably, you know, this Cora and Raquel team could make a run. Uh, I think you know the first round was a little kind of lax because they have you know a mix of people that have been there in developmental. But I think as we get right. later into it, you know, it's going to be people that are more established. Fair. Um, what is how does the young man the young man uh, the young man pronounce his name the uh, you know the the Fatu the Uso the uh, how 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 do we say this Solo it's uh, Solo Sokoa I believe Sokoa is yes. that the same? I wondered if there was like an extravagant pronunciation just literally Sokoa okay um, I saw little bits of this match um, and it looked pretty good I heard good things where are we at on young Solo as a as a prospect Bobby. I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, you know, they usually are, right? Yeah. That family usually are. You know, he's uh, he's got the bloodline, so you know. Mm-hmm. 
it uh i thought the match was fine i mean we knew that uh gunther was gonna win the whole time and you know that can be tough to deal with but i think they did a good job with it yeah i mean is this an interesting kind of a crossroads deal where it feels like gunther's pro- he's probably gonna work for the belt soon in nxt right mm-hmm. be my guess and obviously solo's brand new so it's interesting um finally this one any thoughts bob because you know pete dunn is prolific as an in-ring guy and carmelo hayes has got a lot of hype rightly so thoughts on the main event of nxt yeah i thought it was good you know they're obviously uh trying to make carmelo out to be a big deal i think they're doing a good job with it and uh i still like pete dunn quite a bit uh you know it doesn't seem like there's maybe a spot for him on the main roster which is what it is mm. we've talked about that but like i think he was good here i think uh you know, Mello looks good. He's apparently going to have a ladder match at uh, Stand and Deliver. So, I don't know, it, like, it got kind of weird at the very end, but overall it was good. Shawn Michaels in his ladder matches, huh, Bob? Yeah, I mean, I generally don't mind them. Like, I usually will like a good ladder match, but, you know, they did get to a point where they were doing them, like, every two weeks a couple of years ago, and it's like, eh, you know, maybe not. Uh-oh. Um, well, let's just keep going along here, I guess. I'm on my own now. We'll move on to SmackDown, where the big story of the evening was Ricochet beating Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title uh, with the help of Johnny Knoxville. Um, you know, the thing about Ricochet, there's that report that's out that, you know, he's the second babyface on SmackDown now, and, I mean, it's hard to argue. He's got the Intercontinental title now. Um, you know, but... I'm excited for Zayn and Knoxville. I don't think it needed the belt. I thought, like, maybe they do a ladder match there just because you can kind of throw Knoxville around. It's not a big deal. Um, but, like, I don't, like, I don't, I've had the same issues that everyone's had with Ricochet in the past. Like, he's a good guy in the ring, but, you know, he can't talk much. But, you know, there's ways around that. That's the thing. Um, and that's really the thing that, and I'm interested in seeing who he's going to face at WrestleMania because, you know, he's probably going to factor in now. Um, and then elsewhere on SmackDown, you know, had Roman come out, do his thing. I still enjoy that. You know, not everyone is super into that. Um, yeah, they moved onward with the Pat McAfee and Austin Theory thing, which isn't Pat McAfee and Vince, which probably for the best, uh, you know, you don't want Vince to have a match. Probably would have been McAfee and Shane if Shane didn't, uh, do whatever it is that he did to get himself kicked out of the company. Um, you know, we can get back to SmackDown a little bit if Joe ever comes back, but I do want to get into Vince on Pat McAfee as well. Um, because I think the thing with that is a lot of people were surprised, like, Hey, this is kind of boring, you know? And it's like, I get it, but also Pat wasn't going to be the one to really ask those tough questions. I mean, like, I thought it was still the best Vince interview we've seen in quite some time, but the thing is, like, you had to keep your expectations leveled, I think. And, uh, you know, I didn't see a lot of people doing that, you know. But ultimately, it it was kind of boring. Like, Vince didn't really say anything we weren't aware of. But it was cool to see him kind of open up and uh, give that sort of uh, energy that we haven't seen from him in the past couple of years because he doesn't do interviews. So, you know, just that alone was cool. Um, is this still on? If anyone's in the chat, 
if you could let me know if we're still uh, we're still rolling here. The chat hasn't really been updating, so I don't know what our issue is here. I can just keep going with it. Professional. Um, so we'll get into the Madison Square Garden show a little bit. Like, it's weird. Like, it was weird all day Saturday. Like, I thought there'd be an announcement, like, at least watch the main event on YouTube or Peacock or whatever. And we just uh, didn't get that. So, you know, they spent these weeks promoting a show. And, you know... I get it. It's the garden. They wanted to sell tickets and all that, you know, Brock's a draw, whatever. But like, I think if you're going to do that, you should air it somewhere. And then for it to just end up being Austin theory, instead of, you know, Cody comes out and signs his contract or it's someone that's like a credible threat. And it just, it's an Austin theory squash match. And then, you know, that part I didn't care for, but then, you know, that ends and Roman comes in and, Beats Brock down. Brock gets color. First time in a long time that we've seen blood in WWE. And, uh, you know, I think that was kind of part of it at the end of why they did it the way they did. Like, we're going to draw attention to this. We're going to do this beat down at the end. We're going to have blood without it actually being on TV. And then, you know, we'll get the black and white video or pictures or whatever on SmackDown or even on Raw tonight. So, like, you know, I think it ultimately it worked out. Um yeah, so that's kind of where we were at with that. Like, I didn't see the rest of the Garden Show, because like I said, you couldn't really see it anywhere. From what I read, like, kind of a standard house show. I know they did Becky against Bianca against Rhea, which would actually be a match I'd like to seek out, and a match that I would like to see them do going forward. Because um, it feels like Rhea, they're kind of positioning her, but she doesn't have anything at Mania right now. So it's like, is she going to win the Women's Battle Royal, which they are apparently doing, but they're not doing a men's one, or are they going to find an opponent for her? Because, you know, we're running out of time. You know, we've done the bit with Alexa. I don't think that's going to come to pass at this point. Um, but it's like, you know, Rhea's someone that you have to find something for. And uh, just, again, you know, Joe said in the past, like maybe Beth, maybe Lita. And either of those would be cool. But, you know, we're getting to the point where you have to actually get it going. And maybe that'll be tonight. Um, and we'll have to wait and see. Uh, a couple other things for Raw tonight. Like I said, you know, Edge is going to explain his uh, attack on Styles. Uh, Alpha Academy can defend the title against RK Bro and Seth and KO, which should be a good match. I don't, you know, always like multi-man tag or multi-team tag matches, but you know, it will probably be fine. Uh, Logan Paul is going to be on Raw because it's a homecoming party for the Miz in Cleveland, and also from Cleveland, uh, Jerry Lawler is going to be there. So sorry to hear that. Wonder what sort of angle they're going to run there. Hopefully, someone beats him up. Um, yeah. So, some other stuff that I think would be cool to see on Raw tonight, and it's Raw is an interesting place because you know they obviously don't have a main men's title match, so like everything else should matter more. But you know, so far they haven't done a great job with that. Like they did the the U.S. title change last week. Um, and that was cool. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. But I'm interested in seeing where they follow up with that. I'm interested in seeing, you know, kind of what the plan is itself. Because you got TV time to fill. Like, the TV time, I think, should be, especially when you don't have a pay-per-view coming up until Mania, like, the TV time should be really big. should be a big deal. And, uh, you know, I've always kind of thought that. Like, you know, Raw, back in the day, No Way Out was a SmackDown. 
going on? <laughs> Can you see me? StreamYard said it's having issues creating and posting streams. I think my return kicked Bob out. I take shoot and was like, shoot, save Bobby. And he said, I can't get in. <laughs> this is fucking insane. I had to test my whole internet. I might get kicked out here in a second when Bob comes back. True who eat is the same thing. Okay. So he said it was an issue on there. And so I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, let me get rid of this overlay because I don't actually need to have that across my head like Bob does. Um, where is it? There we go. Here he is. Okay. So, True Hill here had the same problem. It was a stream. We're having issues. You were still going. Yeah, I I couldn't see the chat, so I was just kind of going. Um, well, you did a hell of a job, Bobby. Seriously, that was incredible, man. I was just, I was just trying to scramble. I mean, we could double back on some stuff that I talked about there because I was just trying to you know weather. You did a hell of a there. job. Seriously, that was because I thought I don't think Bob can see the chat, so I can't believe you stayed on. I got kicked off. I know, right? Have you ever seen that screen before? The one that kicked us off, by the way, the one was just like it just flashed, boom, nope. you're gone, you're out of here. <laughs> All right, um, did you write Ricochet winning the title? I did, but we can go back to it. I just kind of touched on it, but like, okay, go ahead. So, Ricochet, I mean, I, you know, I'm a big fan. You won the UIC title, which I thought was really cool. I love the finish. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I'm kind of glad, like, Knoxville and Zane's not for the title. Like, they could have done a ladder match there probably and just, you know, thrown Knoxville around or whatever. But it doesn't need to be. Like, you know, let Ricochet have a moment and do what you're going to do with him. And if he's going to be, you know, the second babyface on SmackDown now, it's a good start to position him like this. Absolutely. Drew Mack is headed to Corbin, as many of us feared. Uh, Bob, your thoughts on this? Are people overreacting, or is this as uninspiring as, as folks say? I mean, it is, but, like, we also knew it was going to happen. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'd rather him face someone else, but he could also still come out of this and be fine and be a top guy mm-hmm. over the summer. So, like, you know, I, I get the overall point, but I also don't know who else he would face just on SmackDown because they don't have a ton of guys. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, on the tag team front, where do you think we're headed, Bob? The Usos work Viking Raiders on SmackDown. Pretty nice match based on this. Um, any any kind of destination in mind? We're going to get just more another New Day match, do you think? Yeah, probably. Probably just another New Day match, which is fine. I mean, I know they do it a lot, but they're always good. So yeah. It's fun. Um, Ronda Rousey, Sonya Deville, I heard pretty good things about. I think there is increasing evidence, Bob, that the take you and I shared a few weeks ago um, in regards to Ronda actually being fine when it's saying she's been more prepared for than the Rumble, she doesn't seem to be struggling so much. This seemed to go, I mean, it's a short match, but it seems to go over pretty well, right? Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she was good. I thought she was good at Elimination Chamber, like we talked about a little bit too. But yeah, she's uh, definitely improved. Um, and it feels like, you know, that Mania match, for whatever people are going to want to say about it, it'll work because it's going to be, you know, catered to both people's mm-hmm. strengths. Right, and that's all you yeah. can look to do there. It'll be produced in a major, major way. Mm-hmm. Like it will be. They're not going to just let them just cut her and figure it out on the fly, right? Um, let's talk a little about the weekend and what was a really unique, um, bizarre kind of set of circumstances at MSG. Now, this is a weird situation where people definitely work themselves into a shoot with their excitement, but at the same time, this did get some TV build, 
And in addition, um, you know, obviously there was some stuff out there online and people were getting really excited and so on and so forth. Thoughts on this whole, like, thing, this whole experience of the MSG show that no one could watch but became a big thing for, like, an hour. And then just when it was done, everyone just went back to, like, what What do you think of this whole thing? It was weird, right? Like I, like I said, I kind of was waiting all day Saturday for it to be, like, you know, watch a main event on YouTube or something. And uh, it's never happened. Yeah. I watched it on... Um, Someone did like a periscope or whatever they're called now from uh, from the arena. I watched it and I'm like, oh, it's Austin Theory. And then I really didn't watch it anymore. And then they did post the post match thing, uh, which I think yeah. ultimately it was like a way to let Brock get busted open without doing it on TV because I don't think they want to do it on TV anymore, even though they're going to show it on TV. So like, it's a really weird route to take to get there. But you know, I think we're gonna get the black and white. You know, this is what happened. Here's some pictures. Here's some video. He got his ass beat. So Riddle is wrestling Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Sorry, not Riddle. Uh, Fury is wrestling Pat McAfee at WrestleMania, right? Mm. Is he going to lose that match? Um, I mean, probably, right? Like, it'd be I weird. Can't, I can't figure out if we're supposed to, like, take him seriously or not, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, originally, like someone pitched like he's not actually talking to Vince. It's all in his imagination. And I actually like that a lot. I don't think they're going to do it, but that rules. That rules. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seems like kind of the joke is that he sucks, right? I think so. But like, he's also on and off. That it was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't, I honestly can't figure it out. Um, have you yet talked about the, the ongoing rib that you pull on yourself regarding the Fiend Air Selects of Bliss and Rhea Ripley? Well, I was talking a little bit, you know, it's weird that as of right now, Rhea's probably just in the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. I'd probably not do that. I'd probably find something for her. Is there a Battle Royal? There is apparently going to be a women's one, and then the men's one will be on SmackDown like it was uh, last year. All right. Now, Natty was watching the tag title thing. So, it was like Natty's involved in that somehow. I don't know who her partner is, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to call Beth or if she's going to end up with uh, Tamina again, even though they're on different shows. Shayna. Um, Could be Shayna. Shayna, yeah. That's kind of weird, too, though, because like, they already announced that match as a two-on-two match, which you know you can add people, it's fine, but why not you know get everyone in there and then officially announce it? The reason I bring that up is because if they're adding more teams, it feels like they'll just add Liv and Rhea, mm-hmm. right? They teamed up with, with Bianca last week. Like, it's easy for them to just go, boom, throw them in there. I have to say, and this is a running bit between you and I, but, like, genuinely, the Alexa stuff was fucking weird last week, man. Yeah. Like, that was a weird deal, wasn't it? Like, I mean, we were having a little bit of a back and forth, and granted, I replied to all of your text messages of 100 in red, but, <laughs> you know, that is you get what you get, I suppose. Um what is going on? It was very strange, Bobby. I mean, it seems like she's getting ready to get married and uh, they just wanted her at the Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but, like, I don't know, man. Do you, do you think it was the original plan for her to be at the Chamber? Because I'm starting to think it wasn't. No, it doesn't feel like it. What was interesting about the wedding element that you mentioned was, like... It certainly appeared that Alexa was like actively angry and subtweeting the World Wrestling Federation. 
And like people were replying, explaining to her that she's getting married, <laughs> but she didn't know. And uh, as far as I know, that's after WrestleMania because the intention was that she would be on WWE television and then do WrestleMania and then go home. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't appear like that's going to be the case, Bob, right? It's, I mean, it could be wrong. She could be on tonight. They change yeah. their mind every week. But unless it's Rhea, it's like, what is she going to be doing? It's just... She's had a weird couple of years in that promotion, mate. I mean, you know my gut feeling on it. We don't need to do it here, but I don't know, Bobby. Sang's up. Yeah, I mean, you know, and she's making the best of everything. You know, those uh, the therapy skits were good because of her. Um, I think she was good in the chamber, and it's just like, you know. But also, you know, it's worth noting that is just kind of how she tweets, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, she might be mad or she might just be, you know. I think... The Columbus thing is fascinating because it's like I looked at that show, you know, when you were doing it, we were talking about it. And it's like there was definitely room for her to just like beat, you know, um, Dana Brooke or whatever, like or Tamina, right? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know what's going on. Um, this is what I was replying to Bob every time he messaged me about this whole matter on Tuesday as it unfolded on Twitter. Facts, all caps with three exclamation points and then. 100 in red, as in keep it 100. So good. Bob, Tope Suicida. If Alexa were to join AEW tomorrow, where does she rank in the women's division? Did you see people replying to all elite graphics? I did. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Um, what, good question, Tope. Bob, you're going to lead on that one because I get myself in trouble. We're on public podcast. Maybe like the bottom of the top five serious question and like i know my answer and i think i know yours but i'm not sure we have the guts to say it is she better than the AEW women's champ yes i think so too yeah like i think match catalog brit wins because she's had blood baths and god bless her for that because texas certainly ain't doing that shit mm -hmm. but like mechanically <laughs> folks there's some shit over there at DMD town that's, that's just rough, man. I don't know. I I, uh, I don't know how good she'd be compared to the other women in ring, but I think you probably she'd probably surprise some people. I, I get the sense, but yeah, you know, that's, that's the. I don't think we'll ever actually have that conversation for real. I thought like if she leaves there, she's probably just gonna be like, I'm good on wrestling, which is fair. Mm. Um, but it's interesting. Thanks for fueling our grin there, Tope. Mm. Uh, we have a super grin from JJ who says, please give this exclusively to Bob. Absolutely not. For carrying the show, any thoughts on 2K22 and EA news? Bobby, what do you think? You know, I actually, uh, you know, the UFC game was the free PlayStation game last month, so I've been playing a little bit. The engine is good, so if they use that engine, I'd be cool with it. You know, the problems with EA, I don't think, are really the in-game stuff. Yeah. I think it's more like the microtransactions and uh, the fact that, if that happens within like two years, it's going to be 90% ultimate team, you know, 10% everything else. Um, yeah. But that's not to say like 2K is doing a great job. I mean, the the game that is coming out now, I've seen all kinds of reviews for it. I ended up not pre-ordering it. You know, I'm going to wait a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting because it kind of feels like it would happen eventually, but also EA in 2022 kind of sucks. I really want this WWE game to be good because I want to buy it. Yeah. That render of, honestly, they haven't actually used, what are they, they're just using like pictures of the guys in the game, right? Like mm. the, the roster's just, the picture of Samoa Joe with the Night Night shirt popped me in confirmed mm. shoot tremendously. I don't even know if they sold that shirt, but if they did, I want to buy it. 
So the roster pops me. I want the game, but I don't know if it will be any good. Meech has a good question. Does Bob expect a 2K22 game to work? Yeah, I think it's high expectation. It is. The other Bob doesn't think so. <laughs> Careful, pal. Hey, man. No paywall, <laughs> right? Oh, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Um, WrestleMania. Do you like the song, Bob? Would you Could you sing the song for our 200 patrons on the, behind the paywall sometime? Yes, I will do that at some point. That's actually a good one for you to sing. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, because you can kind of like talk it a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's look at WrestleMania. Night one, we currently have both women's title matches, so Charlotte and Ronda, Becky and Bianca. We have the Logan Paul fiasco alongside the Miz versus the Mysterios. And we have Drew and Happy Corbin. How many of those matches are you excited for, Bob? Um, I mean, I think both the women's matches will be fine. You know, Becky and Bianca should be genuinely very good. And Charlotte Ronda, you know, we talked about a little bit earlier, if they produce it right, could be pretty good. Um, that's about it, though. For now. Logan Paul not doing you much over here on alongside the Miz? No, and I mean, like, I don't mind celebrity matches. Like, that'll be what it is. But, like, I just would prefer that to be Ray and Miz. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's... Are they going to do the Ray and Dom, like, split thing? I guess so. Like, that's got to be what they do at some point. I don't know what you do with Dom after that, though. Is it? Should he just go to NXT, Bob? Probably. I think he'd fit in really well with this one because yeah. he's not, like, you know, he's not bad or inexperienced. He just sticks out of the main roster of being a guy who uh, probably isn't quite there yet. But in NXT, he'd be one of the, you know, 10 or so best guys to have there. And you could also, and this is an interesting thing that I hadn't even thought of, Ray could go there. Mm-hmm. Imagine Ray working Gunter in a NXT title program. Uh, yeah. Ray could do what Dolph and Bobby are doing right now for a couple months. And, mm-hmm. You know, the dude's an all-time great. I get why people would say don't put him there, but it's like freshen him up a little bit. I don't think it'd be a problem. Um, good question here from Macy Slacker who says, Bob, what is your chosen entrance and finisher? For your own creator, Bob, on the video game. You know, I've never actually done one of those. So I would have to think about it. Because I usually just uh, skip the career mode in most of these games. I think a good entrance for you would be... Hmm. I mean, The Undertaker would be pretty good, wouldn't it? You know? True. On the bike, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, cool. you guys overlap there. Uh, finisher... We talked about this before in terms of your finisher, haven't we? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what, did what we, we ended on. Judas Effect? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about him tonight, Bob. <laughs> Fucking guy. Okay, night two. We only have three matches so far. We have Brock, Roman, Zelina, Carmella, Sasha, and Naomi, Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn. How many of these weeks are I for, Bobby? Um... I mean, all, all three of those are at least a little intriguing. Like, you know, Sasha and Naomi are going to show out at Mania. You assume they're getting, like, a big moment, getting the titles. Um, I know most people at this point are not pleased about Brock and Roman, but I think we're going to get a match closer to 31 than 34. I agree. Um, and, you know, in Knoxville, Knoxville, uh, our pal Contrarian Alex said he's the one celebrity they don't have to, like, worry about injuring or whatever, so they can just kind of go all out with him. 
<laughs> Sammy will too. He hits guys pretty hard with that kick in the corner, brother. So, yeah, it will be interesting. Um, the other two matches announced, we have Edge and AJ, Pat and Austin for it. Is Edge and AJ going to be a show stealer, Bob, or is it going to be a, one of those matches that really is polarizing? Like a lot of Miz's kind of recent big time stuff has been. What do you think? I think it should be a show stealer, but I also thought that about uh, AJ and Randy at WrestleMania 35, and I don't remember anything about that match. So, yeah. Well, you remember the lights, right? Yeah, the lights, but you know. Was you there? I was. Did the lights affect you? No, but then they did at both Royal Rumbles I went to, so kind of got owned. <laughs> did you send a tweet that night about how people were complaining about the lights and then it all came back around to bite you is that what happened i think so <laughs> yeah that sounds about right um i saw someone ask this this is a good question you guys do gameplay stream none of us are buying the game here until we went out works because unfortunately you know we haven't got the uh the foresight someone put on twitter so we're gonna wait we're gonna see if it works i know that shoot and i have kicked around some ideas for what we could do on the game for content I'm not promising anything, but I do think with some of the modes they have on there, we could have some fun. Um, you know, as a lot of good wrestlers on there that have since left the promotion, so we can have fun with that. Yeah. Um, the Australian Nightmare being one of them, even though his rating is like a 75 or something. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. We'll, we'll do something with it if it's good and it works. If not, we will not buy it because some of us simply do not like to play broken video games. Um, is Pat McAfee wrestling a big deal, Bob? I mean, I guess it depends, like, because he has a big audience. Like, you tune into that, you tune into that YouTube show. It's always, you know, hundred thousand or whatever people watching it, and that that's a difference maker. Like, you know, um, I thought he was pretty good in his NXT matches. Mm -hmm. Like, so I don't know that it's necessarily a big deal, but I'm interested in seeing it again. Because it's like I agree with you. I don't have any question of his performance. I just wonder if it's like an actual. You know, because I mean, I remember when in NXT it wasn't exactly, uh, you know, it wasn't exactly this this kind of big blockbuster moment in professional history. But I, he's he's kind of a bigger deal now than he was, you know, a year and fair. a half ago. So made a lot more money. Yeah. So, so. I know. I think the celebrity stuff is part of WrestleMania. I think they need more matches, and I frankly don't know if these are possible. But more matches of the Edge AJ variety for the sake of balance feels like kind of something that needs to happen for this card, Bob. Mm -hmm. What do we think is waiting to be announced? Like, what's kind of we know is happening but hasn't been announced? Are any of those matches arrived, you know, around right now? No, I mean, Ricochet against maybe Sheamus, uh, yeah. you know, and then Finn and Priest, and, uh, you know, they add some other people to that. Um, and then probably both the tag matches. It's just, and look, I know you've talked about this, and this isn't what this show's about, but, like, there's not a lot of depth on this roster anymore is there it's mm -hmm. do you remember when we would look at like i remember 2019 wrestlemania like they had like 13 matches and it's like well yeah who are you gonna leave off and it's like it feels like we're kind of forcing matches on the card at this point it's just i mean i know the obvious answer but like this is something that does have to be remedied at some point right Bob? if it feels like yeah i mean we've talked about it a little bit like they kind of they had too big of a roster and they overcorrected and now they're kind of struggling and they're in this weird time where they probably need to call some people up from NXT. Um, mm. But there's only a handful of at least male superstars there that are ready. Yeah. Um, I think there's plenty of women that are ready, but that's also another problem where they have a bunch of women that are seemingly not going to be in an actual match at WrestleMania and probably mm. should be like, 
like we've talked about that too. Like I think in favor of just adding more men's matches just to do it, there's, you know, four or five women that you could put on that are going to end up in the battle Royal or the tag match or whatever. And that's not even counting, you know, Bailey and Oscar. It's just, I think the problem is, is that there's, there is an inability to make folks stick Right, so you bring up Shotzi, and it's like she's someone that people had high hopes for, and she already feels like we need another one brought up, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a real problem they've had for a couple of years here. Hopefully, they can they can figure that out. Um, the big thing this week, I would say, Bob, is Roadblock, right? The yes. NXT television extravaganza featuring a triple threat: Ron Breaker, Tommaso Ciampa, Dolph Ziggler. Are we is this the end of Dolph in NXT or is this merely a bridge to Dolph and Braun WrestleMania weekend, which sounds like the funniest wrestling match ever? Yeah, I don't know. It kind of came out of nowhere, and then you know they're doing this weekly special or whatever, and then they're adding Tommaso to it, and it's just like I don't know. It seems like they're doing a little too much. I was fine with just kind of building towards uh, Braun and Ziggler at WrestleMania or uh, Stand and Deliver, yeah. and uh, you know now here we are doing this again, and it's like. I, I don't know that we're going to have a genuine answer until after tomorrow night. Our pal here says the roster sucks. Mention these words as always. There's no way around it. I don't think anyone can put together a good and fresh mania card with what they have. Is that factual, Bob? Yeah, I think so. At least on SmackDown. The SmackDown roster is paper thin. Um, elsewhere on the the uh, roadblock event, we have the Dusty Cup champs, Creed Brothers against Imperium. This okay. one should be a hell of a match, shouldn't it, Bob? Give me an update on the, on our guys, the Creed Brothers. Yeah, it should be great. I like those guys. I think it is probably time to just give them the titles. Um, you know, Imperium can either chase or even be called up or just, you know, be yeah. Gunther's, uh, you know, henchmen or whatever. There's plenty of stuff you can do with them. But, yeah, it's it's time for the Creed Brothers. Probably, I think call up's a good point, man. I think that's probably where you should go. LA Knight. Oh no, I'm coming. I'm coming back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. It was. It was just. It was a normal freeze, not a kicked yeah. off the stream yard freeze. I can't wait to rewatch that. By the way, there was one point when no one was here. It's just a black screen, which is tremendous. LA yep. Knight, Grayson Waller, uh, last man standing. How is this feud going? Why is LA Knight not been called up yet? And you know where are we at on on Grayson Waller? Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, I think the feud's been going fine. You know, uh, Grayson Waller is good, but I don't think he's great. Um, LA Knight, I mean, he should be called up after this. Like, he's ready. I think he's 39 or 40 already. So, you know, you're kind of running out of time. And he could fit into either show's main card just immediately, or uh, mid card, you know, immediately. Um, You know, you add him to the Finn and Priest stuff. Uh, I don't know how he'd look against Ricochet. I mean, it would be good. Uh, but you know i i think uh yeah there's definitely a spot for him and you know i think what i would do is have him lose this and then go up but we'll see do we know what uh mandy rose program is for the stand and deliver show yet or is that yet to take shape yeah no uh their thing has just kind of been you know they come out and sit on a couch on the stage watching the women's dusty cup so so no (laughs) no i think It'll probably be someone that is still in the Women's Dusty Cup at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they'll lose and go challenge her. Yeah, it will be interesting. Like That whole thing, you and I have kind of, we've kicked around. It's difficult to see the end game there, but, you know. It's kind of weird they did the Kaylee Ray match already. Yeah, so that was just a TV main event and that was mm-hmm. it? You'd think they'd save that for, I mean, I know it doesn't matter, but she was NXT UK champ for however many months or whatever. 
Do you think this is the answer? Mandy and Eo? Um, I could see it. In theory, would be Eo's swan song in NXT, which, you know, is like fucking, at this point, is redundant. But yeah, in theory. um, Yeah. Maybe that. Now, I've saved the main event for last um, because I don't know if you've heard the scoop, Bob. NXT UK is about to get about to get fucking backbreaking into oblivion, brother. Have you heard about what's happening over here in Great Britain? I have. It's very exciting. I'm pretty sure he's wrestling guys I don't want to see him wrestle, but Roderick Strong has uh, blessed the British Isles with his presence. I have sent seven emails and four handwritten letters to Dave Meltzer about the house that he drew here in England. Uh, the camera will not do it justice. We was we was packed in. Um there was approximately 27,000 people here. We sold the 24,000 of those tickets on the day of once Alex tweeted the scoop. I would like everyone to know that my friend Alex McCarthy messaged me, Joe, whatever you do, watch NXT UK this week, which is one of the most threatening messages I've ever received from anyone that I consider a friend. I replied with the clip of Joe Pesci being um, being shot in the back of his head in Goodfellas as he walks in to become a made man. Mm. Um, for a moment, I thought Samoa Joe had headed to England to sign for NXT UK and was very concerned. And then I was told it was Rod Strong. And I pumped my fist and said, great, another reason for me to watch another wrestling television show. Exactly what I needed. The chat has confirmed my fear that he, in fact, wrestled Wolfgang, uh, which is a perfect metaphor for why NXT UK fucking sucks. <laughs> but, Bob, your thoughts on Roderick Strong, the famed territory saver that he is being sent here to Great Britain? Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, I will probably never watch it, but, uh, you know, that's good. I, I like Roderick Strong quite a bit. Um, I think that's, that's a good thing for him to do, right? Like, <laughs> Okay, that rules. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry <laughs> I spoiled good for this boy. Yes, I think he's perfect use of Roddy. I think he should just show up and do cool matches. I mean, again, cool matches being the key. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not going to, you know, no one's going to watch it, but I will. So you get what you get, uh, I suppose. Do you think, like, it's a bad thing, Bob, by any chance, that when I was told of this news, he was wrestling that night, and I didn't even know they were doing a show that night, and I typed in NXT UK tickets, and I couldn't access them because instead you have to do, like, a poll and sign up for, like, like, you get invited to, like, a TV studio. Mm. But you can't just, like, buy tickets. Is that bad? Yeah, it doesn't seem like the best way to uh, promote your show. It's almost like they can't move any tickets and I'm the only person in Britain that cares that Roderick Strong was here. So therefore, it actually is a very logical way to do it. But, you know, I, uh, you can't spoil this for me. This is filth. Do not lash out. By the way, Godfather 2. Bob, do you prefer Godfather 1 or Godfather 2? Um, I think I like 1 a little bit more, but it has been a while since I watched both of them. 1 is more enjoyable, but 2 is better in a lot of ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Much like... You know, Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho or MGF and CM Punk. One may be more fun, but the other is probably better. We will talk about that tonight, Bob. In just over five hours, you, myself, the Oracle of Wrestling, and Jay Shell Nicole. I have heard some takes, Bobby. Um, one member of our team described the main event as the 11th best match on the show. Another described it as the match of the night. We are in for an extraordinary, extraordinary podcasting event bob give the folks a little a little preview of what's going to be a spectacular revolution review yeah it should be a lot of fun i think you can kind of gauge where at least joe and oracle and i are on most things uh, if you've followed 
the show or any of us on Twitter. Um, there are two matches that I really didn't get into as much as everyone else seemed to, and you can probably guess which two they are, because I talked at length about both of them, uh, not really being for me. Um, but well, overall, you know, very good show, and uh, looking forward to breaking it down tonight. Jay Bola can confirm that is not the case. He's not shoot. He will not be there tonight. Confirm mm-hmm. shoot is busy. He is. Um... Can we talk about Bob or not? Mm, yeah, I think we can. Uh, he's taking a meeting with Billy Colgan to talk about Bob and I entering the Crockett Cup here in a couple. Of... I bought that, by the way, Bob. Did you? I did. Yeah. Um, hey, Joe. Did you see the Brian Danielson said pack was perfect? Listen, man. Everyone gets stuff wrong. Hmm. Um, Folks, this has been Fed Dead Redemption. We apologize for the problems there in the middle. Um, you know, a little bit of a different episode. Bobby's on his lunch break, so we do a nice condensed edition. Ooh, um, one more thing real quick before yes. I forget. Shout out to Vader. Who, uh, well, going, going in the WWE Hall of Fame, which I know, you know, not something that is a huge accomplishment. He's also not here to accept it, but it's still cool. You know, uh, his, his WWF run gets uh, kind of overshadowed by the one match that didn't go well, but there's actually a lot of decent stuff there. And one of the few guys that I've seen a lot of from WCW. Fascinated by you taking the unconventional route of giving a shout out to a man that's passed away, but I, <laughs> I respected it. I thought you were going to go in the direction of like shouting out one of our viewers, but instead you said Vader. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I wish he'd, they'd done it when he was around, but, you know, Vader's a legend. All of his best stuff, or most of his best stuff, obviously, because not Japan. But the WCW run, is my point, is on the network. And as you said, there's some good stuff in WWF. It's just politics got to yeah. got to big Leon. But, yeah, he was great. Uh, also, by the way, talking about Hall of Fames, Kerry Silken in the in the legacy part of the Ring of Honor thing. Fucking rules. Love that. Um, good times, man. Wrestling, you know what, Bob? You and I have some fun and we whine and stuff. But, like, wrestling fucking rules, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. There you go. And with that, we we conclude Fed Dead Redemption 5. Redemption indeed. WrestleMania is fast ahead. What do we got, Bob? Three more weeks of TV? Is it we looking at? Four? Four more uh, weeks of TV? We are looking at tonight and then one, two, three more. Yes, so four. Four more weeks of TV before the grandest stage of them all. We'll be covering all of it. And then a WrestleMania review too, which we'll probably do... I don't know how we'll do that yet. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it, right? Mm-hmm. Because last time I did it as like one whole collective. And by the time I reviewed night two, night one was distant memory, brother. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Thanks for joining us, folks. We'll see you all in in five hours for the Revolution Review. Myself, Bobby, Oracle, and Joe Shell. In the meantime, enjoy this outro. Say goodbye, Bobby.